Dave. Oh, boy. And what a start to 2020. Here we are. It's our first time back in the studio. I don't know where the episodes were already recorded, so I yeah. don't even know how long it's, it's been, been since ages. we've seen each other. It's been ages. Both dogs are in the studio today. I'm telling you, Faye and Finbar are having a, a wonderful time here in the studio. Kimmy is here. Every You look sun-kissed. I am too sun-kissed. You're went not. To Punta you have a healthy glow. Thank you. I went to Punta Mita. I uh, was there for the whole week of New Year's uh-huh. and my birthday. And your 40th birthday. Happy that birthday. Happened. Thank you. It, it was, you know, I, I have had to just sort of be in a place of acceptance with 40. Well, yeah. You'll understand when you get there. Because <laughs> you're clearly not based on this face, this head of hair. Uh, but I, like, I got a facial on the day of my birthday dinner yeah. and I was crying on the table <laughs> she gave me the facial and she goes oh oh too much she thought she was like doing too much pressure or something yeah. and i was like no no it's just emotion something else yeah it's it's emo- it's hard it's it's it is hard to not make it symbolic but having said that had a week in paradise this was like full real housewives vacation big group all descending we were very sad that you and ben were not i am with very us. sad we were not there too but um it was, you know, truly the most beautiful place on earth, and uh, we had so much fun. Uh, we were like dancing on the beach on New Year's Eve oh. and watching fireworks, and everybody got in their underwear, jumped in the pool in their underwear to watch fireworks. And I love it. And then birthday dinner was also on the beach, and Michael uh, and um, my friends who I was celebrating with, her husband, did an amazing job. It was, it was I. If I ever have a wedding, I don't know how it could ever top this in terms of just uh, the extravagance of it. All of it was too much. But if you follow Matt McConks on Instagram, you will see the incredible photography from that week. Everybody looked fantastic. I, I... Everybody was at their best. Everybody brought it. I'm still in shock that people, you know, would travel like that for my birthday. Yeah. But... I wish Here's I my have. takeaway. Here's what I want to bring to you. So, okay. My friend Sheer Casp was there. She uh-huh. and our friend Dana Feldstein have started a jewelry company. Yes. And um, they are in the early stages, but they're we're already all like, show us the merch, like what's going on with the chains. And I'm, we're, and we're like floating around the pool. My girlfriends are like trading necklaces back and forth. And then they're putting some on me, putting some on Michael. Uh-huh. And I got to say, I'm not, I'm still not sure i can pull it off i didn't hate wearing a gold chain around my neck i think you could absolutely pull it off looked it was like he stepped into his full self and he was i think he was afraid of how hot it made him look yeah i think he was like i will no longer be approachable by people if i walk around like this because i will look so obviously he doesn't really think that but that was my projection i believe it but where are you with jewelry and chains because i was thinking about it and another man i could see in these chains is Dave Holmes. I don't think I could pull it off, but I think you absolutely could. What? Why outside you the you, t-shirt? Outside the t-shirt? I think. Oh, I, I think, think you got to go inside. I think uh, the right t-shirt you go outside. I th- now, have you? Ever- I think a, a a mock turtleneck and a Oof. chain. No, a full turtleneck. That I definitely will never do. Well, give it Not a try. Not with this nose. How do you know until you try? Jawline, please. Nobody wants that. Please. What? Why do you think you can't pull it off? I don't know. I just it, ornamentation of any kind does not work i'm not a jewelry guy i I feel the same way but there's something once you put it on you're a little i'm just this is a something i'm thinking about embracing in my 40s is and i want i want to hear from people okay where are you with men wearing chains can you support it can you support me can you support dave okay when hopefully he is wearing one as well Well, honestly with you at my side i would try it i would try it wow i would try it but i never i i've i have it's like uh it's like facial hair Right, you know, it's a thing that I try. You I have scruff, but like a like a proper beard or or goatee that you commit to, is not a is not a thing that works on me. But I try every three to five years. Long, like shoulder length hair is a thing I try oh, every three wow. to five years. Does not work. I've and I feel like a, a gold even. chain is that. I've I've I did like a, I never did a crucifix, but I did like a miraculous medal. It's a Catholic oh, thing uh-huh. in high school. Briefly, didn't quite work. Wore the class ring for a while. Didn't quite work. I think 2020 is a year where you are not only wearing a gold chain, but you are giving a full, a, 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 you know, a medium beard. Interesting. Interesting. Dripping in jewels and facial hair. And bearded. There's no world in which you could not pull that off. I could absolutely not pull that off. 
disagree. Interesting. How was your holiday? Holiday was great. I was in St. Louis. Um, it was a lot of fun. Uh, great times with the family. It was a quick one because because uh, one of my brothers and sisters in law and my mom came out for for uh, a few days in December for tree trimming. Yeah. And uh, so I, I was able to keep it kind of short. So here's what happened while I was home. Couple like for the 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 weeks leading up to Christmas. Uh, my mom said, well, I got rid of the thing. And I was like, okay, I don't know what that is. She's like, well, I'm not using it and I don't want to pay for it. So I got rid of it. And and everything is a thing or a deal or a, what you call it or whatever. Cause uh-huh. she and my father were married for 63 years and they were kind of post verbal with each other. Right. Yep. So I didn't know what it was. And I was like, I'll figure it out when I get home. So I get home, none of my devices work. And it hits me almost immediately. Uh, the thing that she got rid of is the internet. <gasps> She canceled the internet in the house. Does she not? Well, I guess she can use cellular. Here's the thing. She also lives in a township where there are no cell towers because the mayor thinks they're an eyesore. And it, and it's mostly sort of older people with with you know a little bit of money. Yeah. So they're and they're like, eh, they're tacky and we don't want them. So there's like it's in between two other bigger towns and there when you go through hers your cell service drops out because there are no towers wow. so inside her condo is finbar being bad no no they um, just land down okay uh so like in her little condo there's like one corner of what has become my bedroom where i can get like 4g service but the rest of it is a dead zone and now there's no internet and then also she has been like, we've all been texting her and sending her pictures from various things and she doesn't get them. She's like, well, my phone, my phone is goofy. It's broken. Does, just doesn't get that. It's like, it doesn't connect to anything. So you're just in your home. It's just a piece of plastic. That's not, that doesn't connect wow. to anything. So she's off the grid. She's off the grid. She's Shailene Woodley. <laughs> so I get home. And it's like, and we're getting down to the, like the issue is about to close. So I got to like do all my last minute edits on the Huey Lewis thing. And I'm going back and forth with my editor and, and it's like, I can't get anything. Like I can't, my computer is nothing. My phone is nothing. So, so I had to like spend a lot of the time in like coffee houses and stuff like that, like getting, getting stuff done. So by the end, I, I was, and then I had to like explain to my mom, like what cell service is and how it's different from Wi-Fi, And like, guess what? I don't know that. Yeah. Like I use them both, but I don't really know the difference. Yeah. So when she's out of the house, sometimes her phone connects and she's like, well, it's work. Anyway, it's, I tried to have that conversation with an 87 year old woman and I, I'm, I'm not good at it. Right. So last day in town, I was like, this is, this is lunacy. You have to have the internet. You have to have the internet. Yeah. So I, so I called the cable company to like put it back in her package and I was like, I put it on speaker so she can hear what's going on. And, and it's like a day or two after Christmas. The guy's very busy. And he keeps having to put us on hold. And he's super friendly, but he's like, eh, something, you know, probably just the, the servers are, are overwhelmed because a lot of people got new TVs or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, so we keep having to be on hold. And, and my mom, one of the times when we were on hold was like, you know what's happening right now? And I said, no, I don't. She goes, they're mad at me. I said, they're not mad at you, mom. They just, they don't know For you. canceling? For canceling. It's like, they, this is a huge corporation. They don't know who you are. They're not mad at you. So she thinks that they're like, you know what? We're going to make her wait. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. She thinks yeah. she can just yeah. dip in and out. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. We're going to punish her. That's great. Uh, and I said, that is 100% not what's happening. And she said, I will, I will tell you exactly what's happening right now. Uh, this guy thinks that your father and I are getting a divorce because both of our names are still on the service. And I'm mad at him. And so I'm charging all sorts of things to his account because I'm mad. And they've seen this before and he's talking to his manager and that's why we're on hold. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's so, there are so many steps that one has to take to get to that. Yeah. And in the moment I was like, does my mom have the driest sense of humor that I just have never understood until just now? And an abstract sense of humor? Yeah. No, no, it's just that's exactly what's going on. I said, Mom, we got to get you a, like a book or something because your imagination is truly wild. It's wild. Truly wild. So, but by the time you wrapped up this phone call, she's back online? Back on the internet and still not using it. You know what I mean? Like still, you know, can't quite figure out the phone, but that's... You know, that's being 87. Wow. But it's just, you know, she's now I, not. I am shocked that she's 87, by the way. I, I had the pleasure of meeting her 
uh, just before Christmas. Oh, yeah. And she is so lovely. She's great. And gorgeous. And oh, would never have pegged her for anywhere close to 87. She's 87 years old. And um, she is a spry gal. Spry. Uh, she is. She's got. There's a, there's a glamour to her. She is, you know, she is. Say that. She's kind of a s- old Hollywood screen beauty in a oh. way. Oh, um, I'm going to quote you on that one. She was no, she was lovely. I, I was so happy to finally meet her. I was also at <laughs> when I was at your house that same night. Uh-huh. Had my eyes out just for the in-laws. I didn't because I couldn't remember how many brothers were with us. Uh-huh. Who I like? I, I don't. You know, I yeah. I just knew they were amongst us. There were St. Louis people amongst us, and in my mind, I'm thinking there's going to be a very fancy couple and maybe some kids uh-huh. and I'm, I got to get my eyes on that. I need yeah. them. And you, and you were elsewhere. So I couldn't just ha- say, Hey, show me your brother and sister-in-law. Uh-huh. And I was getting a drink and there was a woman in a gorgeous, like sequin dress next to me and a little girl next to her. Uh-huh. And I said, are you two from St. Louis? And they looked at me like, what? <laughs> and they were like, well, we don't know each other. Yeah. And why would you lead with that with a stranger? And I yeah. was like, I'm so sorry. I just thought you, I was basically like, you looked rich. That's yeah. what I was trying to say <laughs> without saying it. Yeah. And which is the highest praise. But it was, then we started talking and it was Sarah Thayer, Sarah Thayer. who I fully know and have met, but just didn't place her yeah. in that certain I don't know that anybody wants to be mistaken for like visiting in law because that has a certain stigma to it. But it was like, well, this is the highest compliment that I thought you were the the sister-in-law because that, you know, she's anyway, we got through it. Yes. Um, but, I, uh, and I did not meet your brother and sister. Oh, okay. Well, next year, perhaps, or this year. Um, I, I, I should tell you this, Sarah Thayer, uh, Morgan Walsh mm-hmm. and my mom got into it. Like, Oh, wow. positive into it but we're like i i passed once and they were talking and then 20 minutes later i passed through again and they were talking and crying and oh I was my like, god oh boy um and they were just kind of having just having the talk wow. and it was it was really it was they, they all seemed to walk away from it happy oh which is god. really good that's like a feel good one hour dramedy that I'd like to watch. Those three oh together. God. Let's get it happening. As Clearly, leaning on each other. Mom is a, is a screenwriter uh, waiting to happen. That's Let's a, make it set work. Set that imagination free. Speaking uh, of dramedy. That's right. And uh, wild imaginations. And wild, wild, wild imaginations. Josh Thomas. With us this week. What a dream. What a dream. We're big fans. Um, you know him from his show, Please Like Me, mm-hmm. uh, which is mandatory viewing. And he's got a new show, which is coming to Freeform on January 16th, that's called Everything's Gonna Be Okay. Yeah. Um, and I hope that it is going to be okay. Just in general. I know I, the show is going to be more than okay. Yeah. Yeah, life, who knows? Dicey. Oh, boy. But Josh Thomas, dreamy. That's right. Coming up. We are back with Josh Thomas. Hello, hello. I'm talking very softly because I'm a little, I'm a little dusty. It's a little hungover. We've just I, learned. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, but I'm still going to be dazzling. Oh well, yeah, I mean, of course. Also nine a.m. There's no doubt. You're a real champ to be here this early. Yeah, we no, appreciate no, it. I mean, if I didn't go places when I was hungover, we'd never get anything done. You know? <laughs> of course. Neither of you are hungover because neither of you went to the office Christmas party, and that's I'd like right. to know what that's about. We well, you don't like, like them. He, Oh, we love them. Love. You love them? We love them. Just not enough to see socially? Uh, we do see them socially. Uh, and But to be honest, at the holiday parties, you don't get a ton of them because as we were talking about outside, all the people who work at Earwolf have, are like closet performers. Mm-hmm. Right. And there's always live band karaoke. And they're, they're not there to socialize. They're there to like... <laughs> You know, yeah, perform, you, yeah, give the people what they want, and you're not interested in seeing them. I am, them. but um, it's just not this. You know, you're not getting a ton of personal connection. Yeah. Okay. Also, <laughs> it is. I find that this party. Let's just get into it. You guys I hate find the that party. This party. I love the party. <laughs> I love the party. However, we come through and do our show once a week. Yeah. Right. Everybody else works together and is mm-hmm. in the trenches together and is in this open plan mm-hmm. like office situation where they're like they're with each other all the time and so th- when it's 
party time and when there's an open bar, it's like they go bananas with each other in a yeah. way that is a little bit impenetrable, but in a good way. It's so like it's good to see for a fraternity a that we're not necessarily part of, but we're adjacent. We're adjacent to. to. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah, it's fun, but it's also like I don't feel as because it's not as much a party for us. Right. So I don't feel as bad staying home and making I feel like sure. most people, if they don't want to go to their office Christmas party because they don't like it, they just say, um, oh, I've got something else on. <laughs> they don't yeah. say, uh, I don't want to. They don't just openly admit well, to. you guys aren't that friendly and I don't like watching you perform. <laughs> yeah. No, everyone's super friendly. I'm not saying they're not friendly, but it's just like I definitely get the sense like, oh, this is <laughs> – I'm sort of a, yeah. like a, a, a distant cousin. How many people party? listen to the edits of this? I mean, obviously Ryan yeah. and Kimmy and yeah. Dalton. Yeah. And is everyone else here too? Well, <laughs> no, Ryan says no, not that many. Okay. Just wondering how many people are going to turn on us. No. <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah. I no, love I, the, the Earwolf family. It's it's a very fun party, but it's also one that I don't I don't give myself. I don't feel guilty for. Well, because to be, I, I don't feel that I was missed. I don't think anyone was going, right. where's Matt McConkie? Right. And I'm okay with that. Okay. They were okay with me missing it. It's all good. Yeah. But wait, what's your, <laughs> why are you hungover? I went to the GQ man of the year, mm, like after Josh, party. Why would you, you hold know? on to that for so long? Well, is it so interesting? Yeah. Yeah. I went to the after party. Was I wasn't, okay. I wasn't allowed to go to the real one. Mm. I went afterwards, but that was good. What do you, What is the real one? That, well, there's like a show, and then there's like an after party. Okay. So like, you have to be like more cool, I guess, to go to the whatever happens beforehand. Okay, but it seems like the after party would be the coolest place to be. Yeah, actually, it was fun because sometimes, like, sometimes you go to these things and you and everyone just stands around, mm-hmm. and it's actually just like being at a convention with like really pretty people, but like like often with like actors at the focus, which is like never, you know, like. Actors like with their own words sometimes it's like hard right. um, when they when they have to find them. Yeah. Um, and uh, but this was like fun and everyone was dancing, which is good. Who is man of the year? Oh, I got no idea, man. Oh, so <laughs> they do a bunch. Yeah, there's I always a bunch. I wasn't at that bit. <laughs> I, wasn't yeah. at that I, bit. I just thought maybe they would at least be paraded around or announced <laughs> at the after party or something. Yeah, I think like someone good. <laughs> Uh, so it it was not you, is what you're telling us. It wasn't me, you know. I didn't. I, I thought I was gonna walk in there, gonna be like surprise. <laughs> but no, they just handed me. I a, mean, look, you, we can award you the homophilia man of the year. Thank you, if that means anything. Thank the you. very first homophilia man of the year. Oh wow, uh, musician of the year at the 2019 GQ Man of the Year Awards held at the Houghton. Oh wait. This might oh, okay. This is in this is South Africa GQ. Because I was going to say I don't know the musician of the year. Nasty C. Do you know Nasty C? No, he didn't know Nasty C. Know. These are yeah. some deeper cuts. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but it looks like the men of the year include Jennifer Lopez, mm-hmm. um, Al Pacino, Robert De Niro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they weren't there when, the I, when I was there. Yeah, they okay. left before I got there. Well, Me and J Lo didn't. Didn't cross paths. We didn't cross. You paths. have notoriously have beef with each other, right? You try to avoid. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> well, she's doing also Saturday Night Live this weekend, so I would imagine. Oh, she's, she's a busy, deep lady. in rehearsal. She's there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did oh. you see Hustlers? No, it's fantastic. She's fantastic. She's just a marvel. That's just what everyone keeps saying. Yeah. To see her on a pole doing her thing. Yeah. You know, she's, yeah, she's just a Acrobatic. specimen. Uh, what are you listening to? <laughs> what do you mean? Like what music are you listening to? Oh, you know, cause they did that Spotify and yeah. rap. Have you done yours? No, I don't know. I yeah. listen to like, are you um, a Spotify subscriber? Yeah. But I just like put on, you know, honestly, I like um, my ex-boyfriend makes really good playlists. Yeah. So I've just been listening to like whatever playlists he makes, but I'm starting to think maybe that's not like the healthiest, <laughs> maybe that's not the healthiest thing. We'll and get I, into full ex-boyfriend territory. Yeah. In yeah. Segment for sure. So maybe I'll stop making my own, listening to my own music. Do what you do you f- think I should be listening to? I mean, oh. I listen to like gay music. Okay. Well, what's what gay music? music? Yeah. You know, like Diana Ross. Sure. And like Carly Rae Jepsen. In. Like yeah. no men. Like okay. I don't listen to like men sing. Okay. Yeah, I don't like it when men try and emote. Yeah. yeah. You know, we gay men's need fine. Them when it comes to music or or movies or tell most. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't yeah. like seeing them try and yeah. you know like like eke an emotion out of their face when they've never had any practice. It's like right. it's, it's scungy to me. <laughs> Agree. Yeah. So just women. 
that my ex-boyfriend picked out for me uh-huh. is what I listen to. Does he make you playlists still? Or does he just make them and you listen no, to them? No, not for me. No, I like okay. subscribe, I guess, to his Spotify. Okay. Yeah, they're good lists. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Are you do you find yourself trying to like divine his emotional state through his song choices? Or see no, what's going no. on in his life or whatever? No. I, I don't really like um it's just like all the songs that we listened to when we were together, because they, they were like his songs that he liked. So do you know what's annoying me is um he used to listen to Last Dance a lot. Yeah. And that's a really good song. And I don't want that to be like associated with him. Right. But man, I like him. Like we get along just fine. I don't want to be like thinking about, I don't want to be, I just want to be thinking about. Yeah, because there is an interpretation of that song that is very sad. Your last (laughs) dance. Last chance for. He was always really proud of like near the end of the song, she says horny instead of like the other words. Oh, she does. So like near the end of the song, she goes, I'm so, so horny. But all the other choruses, she says like another word. And he always like is proud of himself because he knows the song so well that he like Mm. says horny there. And he always looks at you in this way. Yeah. Um, That is like fun, obviously. (laughs) Um, But, uh, you know, that's not, that doesn't exist anymore. Oh, if you were if you were to do the Spotify end of the year thing, mm-hmm. who do you think who do you who'd you guess would I be mean, your can top artist? Let's just do year. it. Let's just do it live. Uh, my top artist would be. Uh, I mean, music's not my like. I mean, that's you guys. Oh, cool. oh. Well, top nice. podcast of the year. I love it. Your top songs, <laughs> two thousand and nineteen. Well, the top song is "Better Sit Down, Boy" by an Australian band called Confidence Man. But that's, I don't know them at all. But that's a because um, they were in my show. Like I used that song in my show, oh, cool. and I had to learn the lyrics. So that's why. Okay, <laughs> so they got a lot of play. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's got 2019 wrapped. Take a look. <laughs> yeah, take a look. <laughs> sure. Then it's Lizzo. Sure. Great. And then it's um, Thelma Houston. Don't leave me this way. Okay. <laughs> and then it's Lizzo again. Then it's Charlie XCX. There's a lot of Lizzo, actually. Solange. I mean, gay music. Terrific. Lisa Mitchell. I don't know who Lisa Mitchell is. Who is that? She's like, um, yeah, maybe she's Australian. It's like more like folksy. Mm. As we get further down the list, it gets more like folksy. Mm. Is um, this fun? Is this what yeah, you want? This is, this is, what this what is exactly what This is, this is why you're here. To your site. This is what we wanted. <laughs> what about television what are you watching so all i watched this year and i mean like the only thing i've watched this year is every single episode of seinfeld wow, wow. yeah well it's like when i'm making a show like in production i don't really like watching stuff because i'm like very conscious of the cameras you know yeah. um and so um i usually like one year it was cupcake wars i just kept watching cupcake wars um and then this year it was seinfeld and um, I just got real, I don't know, like I started to think they're my best friends, you know? Yeah. Had oh, you, you watched, watched so it when you were younger? Yeah, you like, know the show. Them? Yeah. I know the show. I just was like, um, I just wanted to hang out with them. I come home and hang out with them. I'd be like, oh, are you guys? Kramer's all there. He walks through the door. I'm like, oh, that's a funny way to walk through the door. <laughs> Classic Kramer. <laughs> I just all year. And then... Uh, everyone's talking about these shows, you know, and they're like, oh, what about this morning show thing? And what about this and that? And I'm like, yeah, but. Yeah. <laughs> Have you heard Serenity uh, Now! Yeah. <laughs> you know, a funny episode. It does hold up, though. It does hold up, yeah. Like, like um, I would say it holds up if you, like, don't mind racism. Sure. Right. But, and, and like sometimes homophobia, but I don't know. Like, I, I don't mind, I, I'm, I actually don't mind homophobia that yeah. much. I feel like, it's benign homophobia. It's benign, and I kind of feel like I deserve it, you know? But <laughs> the racism of Michael Richards when he had his meltdown on stage? No, I mean, life? like, the actual show. Oh, in the actual show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll like, they just like have like Chinese people doing like really like, Thick Chinese like accents yes. and um, the Johnny Cochran guy is like a crazy caricature. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then like there's the bit about like um, why don't the the Chinese, you know, but they have the shovel. Why are they sticking it out with chopsticks? You know. Yeah. Mm. But he's he's not like uh, my favorite. My favorite dumb Seinfeld routine is like one of the really famous ones, and it's in like one of the first episodes. And it's about him. You just can't understand why in all these ads for laundry detergent, they always got blood on the clothes. Why do they have blood on the clothes? What are these people doing? And it's like Jerry Seinfeld, women. <laughs> <laughs> women <laughs> exist, you know? 
He doesn't know. I don't think he realizes. No. Why were all these laundry? And then, so it's just like, because like, they're probably not good guys. You know, mm-hmm. Jerry Seinfeld and, and Larry David. I'd have to imagine they're monsters. I wouldn't. Yeah, I would think that they're like mad about political correctness going oh, yeah. oh, over sure. the top. Yeah, Jerry yeah. Seinfeld is angry that he can't play colleges. That, you know, people oh, are too can. sensitive. He can play yeah. Co- yeah. They just won't like hang on his every word. Right. Yeah. Asshole kids. <laughs> Julia Make Louis Dreyfus, however, a perfect human being then oh, and now. What a dream. And has never done anything wrong. Right. I'm just desperate to see her out and about. Just desperate to see her out and about. One day, you know, one Absolutely. day. We're just one, at the beginning of award once season. I think I saw Jerry and um, Jason Alexander walking down the street in West Hollywood, and I can't remember if it was a dream. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know. Because, like, like, like I saw her. But whenever I tell people, it's one of these things I get halfway through, and I'm like, why are you lying to everybody? But it did, like, it did happen. Are you picturing them, like, on the strip? They like, walked out of, like, uh, not yeah. on the strip, like, around the corner. They walked out of, like, a fancy restaurant together. And I, and I just, like, every time I go to tell someone, I... I, I think I must be lying, but it did. It's true. I believe you. <laughs> do you believe me? Because yeah. I don't. I do. I do. It couldn't have happened, could it? It could sure. happen. Yeah. I, I'm sure they have a dinner every couple of years. Why wouldn't they? And then I got to be there as yeah. they walked out of the restaurant. Somebody yeah. had to be there. Why wouldn't it be you? Oh, I don't know if it's true. <laughs> <laughs> That's you, what happens when you live here. Do you have a favorite Seinfeld episode? You know, there's... Um, so I, I watched from season four to the end and, you know, it gets so wacky and it gets very like, um, Mike, the, the dog's annoying and they try and like murder a dog and stuff. Right. And like, I'm not that into that stuff. Mm. And then he started at the beginning and at the beginning it's very small and it's like what they really pitch it as like being about nothing, but they're like, a, got more like emotional storylines. Yeah. Um, and there's one episode where Jerry and Elaine, I think they get back together or they or something. Or, or they, they start having just gonna start having. They sex start again. having sex again, right. and then there's like a really nice moment at the end of like genuine kind of like romance and tension, which you just oh never God. see in that yeah, show. I don't remember this. Yeah, it's like early, early, early. Like I'd say at three or four. Um, and it's like uh, I don't know. I mean, it's not the best episode, but it's just like, oh, the, and it was cool. It was cooler mm. back then before they, I don't know, got so crazy. Yeah. After a certain point, it's just old people screaming. Which is mm. which I love. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which I like a lot. And I'm so here for it. Serenity now. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny when they say that. <laughs> Yesterday, I was walking my dog in my neighborhood, and there were two teenage Hispanic guys on skateboards, reeking of weed, just openly mm-hmm. smoking joint, reeking of weed, um, just running lines from the Festivus episode <laughs> in white tracksuits. <laughs> that might have been a dream. I was just going to say, are you? Why are you lying to us? I swear to God, I saw, heard, and smelled it. It's a funny show, man. I also believe you. Thank you. I find this one less plausible than seeing. But it's absolutely true. I would not steer you wrong. Uh, Did you see movies this year that blew your mind? Positively or negatively? I don't know how to like hit home harder that all they did this year was watch every episode. So that's truly just it. That's it. Okay. Most recently, I watched The Crown. And I watched, I rewatched the Harry Potter movies because I went to see the play. Oh, so okay. I'm in a loop of like. <laughs> Did old... you do the play in all in one day? Yeah. So that's a full day, right? It's, it's two parts. So nice. Yeah. I mean, I've seen it twice. So I saw it in London, and then my the lady who plays my mum on my show, Deborah Lawrence, is like in the Melbourne version. Mm-hmm. So I went to like see her, uh-huh. um, which is like pretty cool actually to get to see someone you know like do the magic tricks. It's like cool, and um. Yeah, you do it in one day. It's so nice. You go and like you watch the play, and then of, of course, like at the end of the first play, it's like <gasps> and there's like some thing that you're like, mm-hmm. <gasps> what's gonna happen on the next thing? I think it's pretty obvious. You can like work out where the first play ends. Yeah. It's like I think there's only really one way that they can end the first play, um, and then you're like out in the in the city, and you have like oysters and beer, and then you go back and watch the next play. I mean, it's really good. They do magic. I mean, in front of you, what's wow. the mentors like? fly around? So were you a Harry Potter fan growing up? I was like a big fan of the books when I yeah. like I read the books when I was a teenager. I had the movies, you know, you can go fuck themselves. But wow. 
Yeah. Wow, I don't Josh. hear that too often. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, no, I don't like it when you when you say. I really like like uh, I don't I don't like really care about pop culture. But when people I say like about Harry Potter and they say like, oh, I haven't seen them, I haven't seen it, I get a bit like. Haven't seen it. What do you mean you haven't seen it? It's a book. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a very good book. Yeah. It's a lot of very good books. Read it. (laughs) I have not read or seen any of them, but I did go to Harry Potter Land in Universal. (laughs) What did you twice? Oh yeah, it's a good ride, isn't it? It's really fun. There's a few rides and they're really impressive. Really? Yeah. yeah. So I feel like I got the gist of it, right? You get it. Yeah. They fly and they're in the and they're in the school. Yeah. That's all that happens in that. Did you go to the one in Orlando? No, the one here. The one there in one here, Josh. Yeah. yeah, but it doesn't have more than one ride. It does now. Well, th- yes, there is a there is a Harry Potter land where everyone is drinking butterbeer mm-hmm. and there's the main castle mm-hmm. with the ride. That's kind of the reason to go. And that's the one with sort of uh, it's four D coaster. Four, yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. But then there's like a little mini roller coaster you can also ride. And then yeah, there's we're also, not counting that. Though. Oh, okay. So yeah, flying is probably used to be the mummy or something, and they repurposed <laughs> it. The mummy is still going. The oh. mummy hold the mummy holds up. That's, that's a right. good and ride. You go that's another thing. You don't need to see the movie exactly. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, I feel like you could still read the books. I feel like they haven't. I feel like they haven't been spoiled by the ride, <laughs> by the roller coaster. <laughs> Maybe that'll be my holiday reading. What is the fourth D? Four D movement. Oh well, you know, like four D, all like, all like they'll spray some water in your face. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 You yeah. know, all they like rumble, like it rumbles. There's uh-huh. a little bit of that. Yeah. <laughs> so, how long have you been in LA? I lived here for two years. I've been here like I've just was just in Australia, so I just got here last night yesterday. Oh, oh shit! Well, so yeah. you're, you're um, jet lagged. Welcome back. Over. I'm not wow. You're double dusty. <laughs> you're doing not. great. Thank you. Yeah, I'm like digging deep to find words. Yeah, well, yeah. But you you're had to it. fly here for the man of the year after party. No, I, I flew mean, here right? for like my life for my dog. You know, your dog is here. Yeah, he's here. He's like old man. I, uh, I I knew he was old when I left and I came back. He just he didn't even get out of bed. And then uh, I went in, and then I saw him. I put my little head on him, and he goes, uh, "Oh God! Oh God! Let me die! Oh like, no, John! I'm never gonna let you die! No, of course not. No, How old is he? He is like 13. Um, How old my dog is? Yeah, he's like, but he's got like a bit of a bad back, and he kind of started um, pissing on himself, and um, so he smells like piss now. And um, that's like, like I'm fine with it. <laughs> I don't mind. He can do no wrong by me. Yeah. And there was like a little note. My my um, uh, like the cleaner came before he came back, and there was a little note on the on the counter, and it said, uh, "I I washed the sheets, but I didn't make the bed because John didn't want to get off the bed, and I I hope he's okay." And then she drew a sad face. Oh, <laughs> that's oh. what I came home to. No, <laughs> like, no, but he is fine. And then I started getting worried all night that he was waiting for me to come back so that he could die. Oh no, this took a turn. This oh. took a real turn. But Josh. he's he is alive and he's happy he's yeah cute. who's taking you're care of him a good him? life yeah who's taking care of him when you're not here i have like a like a housemate yeah and so, so she then looks- she's okay to just be full-time caretaker when you're gone. no he's like easy to look after yeah he just sleeps he's fine he's just got a bit of piss on it. sure sure honestly yeah hasn't pissed on themselves a little bit yeah have you had this dog since how Forever, yeah, yeah, since I was 19. Oh, my God. Yeah, you know, he's like the stable object, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And is he at the point where you're having to sort of pump him with medications and stuff to keep him... He's got like a or? little painkiller that he takes. Okay. But he's like... um it's not so sad. I mean, it sounds so sad. He's a happy dog. It's yeah. okay to be sad. This is a safe space. So. Yeah. Yeah, but he might live... Oh, he, yeah. He, I mean, <laughs> I mean, he's going to get some very expensive surgery if he gets sick. Yeah. I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to have to book in another stand up tour. <laughs> Whatever it takes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Call it. And I should really book some shows in. He's not well. <laughs> I, I, I suspect that he was actually having a dip because you weren't here. And now that you're back, he's going to. He's going to lift. I yeah. think that's true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Josh, you can't, oh, you can't keep doing that. It's too heartbreaking. Josh, you have to stop doing that. No. Please stop doing that. <laughs> we should take a break and yeah. see if we can trick him into stopping doing Collect that. Collect ourselves. And we'll be right back. Wow. 
We're back. We're back. Josh. I don't want him to die, you know, because... Oh, yeah. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get it. You know, sometimes, like, because he's been around for 13 years, and I've had, like, four boyfriends in that time, and sometimes, like, I'll be, like, there'll be a boy there, me and the boy will be fighting, and he'll give me this look at the end of the bed, like, yeah, I'll, I'll still be here when he leaves. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. I mean... But then he's going to die. So then what happens? Who's there? Just me alone crying. Now's the time to get a new one. No, I can't. I don't think I ever will get a new one. I can. I understand not wanting to do it while the dog's still around. Yeah, but you will. You will. I'm here to tell you. Do you, you think will. so? I don't know if yes. I could ever love again the way I, we love. I felt that exact same way. Really, I had an unbelievably heartbreaking loss a few years ago, and I was like, I'll never. I will never do this again. And then, how did long it? did you? Three months. Three months. <laughs> See, that's, yeah, I, I, cool up, similar thing, like her yeah. dog dying, devastating. Yeah. That was, you know, true, true member of the family. But yeah, she pretty quickly, because I do think you have, to, when that is, that, that that hole in your heart will be unfillable by anything else. Do you think I should Absolutely clone true. him? Should I clone him? I don't think I believe in that. You think it's evil? I don't think it's evil, but I don't. I also think it, it it places unrealistic expectations on the dog that is yeah. the result of that mm-hmm. cloning. Because then you're just like, it's John. John is the name of the yeah, dog? Yeah, John. No, it's John. John's back. And it's not John. It, even if it's a clone, it will yeah. be different. Yeah, I know. They have a different personality. Yeah. I would If I was going to clone him, I'd only really do it while he was like, I mean, obviously, I'm not going to clone him, by the way. <laughs> people do. I mean, people do, I know. Well, Barbara Streisand. Does. I know. And, and don't we all want to be a little bit more like Barbara Streisand? Of course. In ways. Of course. Yeah, of course. If I wasn't going to clone him, I'd do it while he was alive, because I would like him to meet himself. Sure. That would be like the greatest mm-hmm. gift I think I could give But him. then would he feel irrelevant? No, he would get would to see how redundant? special he is, wouldn't he? I don't know. I don't know. There are studies that that show that a, a companion, if it's a companion that John, mm-hmm. you know, approves of and gels with, will extend his life, his life, and improve his quality of life. And then, then when he does go, not that he ever will, but if and when he does, then you have somebody there who was who was connected to. Wow, him. they saw the chump dog though. This oh, you're chump not gonna dog. Be, you got to fall in love with that dog, too. Oh, looking at me thinking it's cute. I hate that yeah. dog. <laughs> I hate it. I don't want to. I promise you, you will love again. You will really? love it. Absolutely. Mm, I don't want to. So four boyfriends in yeah. John's life. Yeah. Well, who, was, well, who was the first one? <laughs> it's pathological, man. I got my first boyfriend when I was 19, and we went together for two years. And then I started seeing my next boyfriend straight away. And when I say I started seeing, I mean, there was there was a crossover. Ooh. And then we oh. went together for two and a half years. I was single for two months. And then I dated the next boy for five years. And then I started dating the, the next boy that I just broke up with for a year. I've been single now for one year. Oh, wow. So this is a good long stretch for you. I've never, I hate it. (laughs) I don't like being alone. I don't like, I just like, I always thought, I used to always like really resent my boyfriends because I was never like gay and single. I mean, we were like open. It's not like a sex thing. It's like um, just like freedom to not have to talk about what I'm having for dinner thing. And I used to always like kind of resent them because I never got to like be single. And then now I'm finally single and I want to apologize to all of them. Yeah. (laughs) It was nice having someone to ask about dinner. Yeah. You know, otherwise just overeating too much by myself. I need someone there to say, Josh, that's too much. (laughs) But what about all the other stuff? I mean, wasn't there a period of like, great, I'm free. No, um, no, <laughs> no. I thought I really thought there would be, and I'd be like so excited. But then, uh, no, it's oh, wait, it's very boring, isn't it? Up in that house, five years was the most recent one. Yeah, That's no, there was one after, but that, that was a sort of a bit like uh, like half half. Hmm. The one after the five years was a half half. It was a bit like like long distancy and stuff. Uh, okay. And do most if, is there a pattern in terms of the ending? In terms of are you do you tend to be the lever or the levy? I leave. Yeah. You leave. Yeah. I always want whatever the next thing is, and 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 every most times it's been to be single, and then I haven't done it, and then now I finally made it to being single. It was awful up there, and just sitting there in the house with like nothing. I just Facetime my mom every day. I mean, she's like, hello, mom. <laughs> she said to me, uh, uh, she said, Josh, you, you don't need to call me every day. <laughs> yes, <Mom>. I, do. <laughs> I do need to call you every day. <laughs> do you guys have a partner? Yes. Yep. Oh, good for you. Both, yeah. Okay. Both long term. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> you don't seem that jazzed about it. <laughs> no, we're is there ju- trouble at home? Not, there's not a great story to it. It's yeah. like, yeah, I'm I'm pretty content. Yeah, and, you know, yeah. I, I'm very content. I should say, jacked up. Yeah, Dave's very content. I just don't, it's not a there's not an exciting story attached mm-hmm. to it. Um, so none of these were like. The guy left you. You had this period of devastating. I never, no, he never been dumped. You were always the dumper. Yeah. And are are you friends with these exes? <sighs> um. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you're still listening to some playlists. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't like um go out for dinner with them, mm-hmm. but I'm like friendly with them. Okay. You're not not friendly with them. No. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. No. Are you yeah. worried they'll hear this and they'll think, "Oh, I thought we were friends," but apparently we're not. <laughs> I just don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm worried that they'll hear me define our relationship. I maybe I'd prefer to leave it sort of a bit more in the air, okay, okay. you know, a bit of a gray area. But they're not going to listen to this. What kind of torture? What kind of Person, if you are listening to this, one of my ex-boyfriends, you are torturing yourself for no reason. Stop listening to my voice and move on with your life. <laughs> are any have any of them come back begging, <laughs> carrying a torch for you, standing outside your window with a radio overhead? Any of that? I mean, typically, it yeah it doesn't. It turns out, actually, I'm a wonderful boyfriend, and people like it. Which is a shock to me. <laughs> I'm always, whenever I've broken up with someone, I've always thought it was mutual. I've always thought, like, that they don't really like me anymore. And then obviously, like, the spark's gone out. And that, like, and I always think they're going to be, like, relieved. And um, that's not the case. <laughs> I mean, this most recent one was, like, mutual. But the before that, yeah, they, they get sad. Hmm. Oh, it's awful, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, the breakups. Where were you... Relationship wise, I feel um, more hungover. When, please, <laughs> we're taking you down even further. <laughs> yeah. When please like me came out, when your when you your mm-hmm. career really started to blow up, where were you dating wise or relationship wise? Well, please like me. I was more famous before please like me in Australia. I was like doing like dumb big variety shows from like when I was like nineteen. So I was like my most peak famous in Australia when I was nineteen. Oh, so there, so every serious relationship has been you've been. Yeah. The well, the first the one, the first one, uh, he he was a stand up, and we were like kind of starting stand up together. Okay. Um, and then, yeah. I mean, and then the was it one, a challenge when you know? I don't want to say I was the star in the relationship. I'm got their that. own lives. Yeah. Uh, um, but was it a challenge then when things really started to take off for you? I mean, I always feel like it. Like I just, I feel for like if you get dumped, you don't want to like be walking around and seeing like posters of yeah. the person. That's why I'm asking. with a date yeah. that they're coming to the city, and then like all the like targeted Instagram posts going to them. <laughs> you know what I mean? It would be torture. Yeah, it would be really shit. And I, uh, but there's nothing I can do about that. Um, and then. But I don't know. I don't know how much like because I because I was famous when I was nineteen. Such a cringe thing to say, but any whatever. Uh, I don't like. I don't like. I never dated really without it, so I don't right. really know what the difference would be. Right. You know. I think in, in my experience, usually they like would much prefer for me to not be. Hmm. Yeah, they would much prefer it if I was like in the gutter and they could come and like pick me up out of the gutter. Yeah. <laughs> but, but alas. Yeah. It, it, dating while famous, what's what is that like? Do you find it <laughs> is it is it easier or more difficult? Are people or I guess slip you don't in, really have slipping headshots across the table at <laughs> In LA, yeah, yeah. I mean, there is like, I mean, I find dating LA hard, and there is like times where I'm like, wait, you're this is a job interview, <laughs> okay, and that's like, um, especially like problematic at the moment. And then, uh, yeah, people do weird stuff. Like sometimes people pretend that they haven't like seen the show, 
And like once this guy was like asking what I do for a living and I'm like, he was like really pretty. And I'm like, you know, you know what I do, right? My face isn't like symmetrical enough for you to be on this date without you like having some sense that I have like, <laughs> you know. And then uh, he's like asking what I do. So I explained to him, you know, I got this show and yada yada. And then we get home. Uh, okay, high five. And uh, <laughs> I open the door and he sees my dog and he goes, John! <laughs> oh, come on. Come on. You know, so sometimes people just... Did you call him out on this? Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and sometimes people later are like, "Oh, I pretend I didn't know what to. I pretend I didn't know you because I, 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 I didn't know what to do." Because people don't know how to like handle it. It is like a weird thing, right? It is mm-hmm. weird. Yeah. Uh, so, so I think usually the best thing to do is just to be like honest. And then, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I hooked up with this boy off Grinder, and then he wanted to get a photo of me shirtless with him in bed and I was like no 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 you can't do that and he goes well, I want a photo and I was like oh god this is like I was like I said to him like this is so crass it's like I don't like this is like That's embarrassing awful. yeah and then he like made me do this photo and then straight away went to put it on his Instagram story <laughs> Is it Josh. a shirtless in bed photo? No, so I had to put a shirt on. I was like, fine, we'll have like put my shirt on and we'll just like do a photo somewhere. And then uh, he like straight away went to put it on his Instagram story. Like oh, you're in, like a, a, a deer head on a wall. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jesus but Christ. But I did get to have sex with him, which is, that was nice. Sure. <laughs> sure but it was then, a pr- pretty even transaction then, I guess. Well, I didn't know. Yeah. Got what they needed. They got me. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I didn't feel that good about that one. No. <laughs> but I didn't feel that bad about it. Because this guy either. got to have sex with you also. You know yeah, what I mean? Like I mean, both, he it was an even enjoyed it. Thing, and the, but I don't then, think it's a treat. <laughs> to have sex with this guy? Like, I wouldn't okay, recommend this it. Is, this is something I want to ask you about. Is like your, because I'm also, uh, drive friends crazy with self-deprecation and like, sort of body dysmorphia and all of that stuff. And it, it, obviously I don't know you in real life, but in, in your work, you tend to be super self deprecating Mm -hmm. and make a lot of jokes about your appearance, even though you are cute as can be, but that you you. start, I mean, the, the first episode of please like me is like a monologue about your face. (laughs) I'm forgetting what it is now, but it's, I mean. It's like, this is the face I've got. Like, he's oh, like right. 21, and he's like, this is, this yeah. is like, you know. Right, and. This is the face i got to deal with for the rest of my life, yeah. And it is such a great face, and I know you're not fishing for that, but how real is that? I mean, but like. Why, uh, I mean, I feel like I've got like a. <laughs> I feel like, like a, okay, I'm, I feel like confident, you know what I mean? So like, I know like I'm good at, I know I'm not that good at, and I like self-deprecation. I mean, it's, it's very, in Australia, it's very like, that's menace. Like you have to, like, mm-hmm. if you like say hello to someone, you have to be like, hello, I'm a disgusting slug and I'm not <laughs> worth your time. Mm-hmm. Otherwise they think you're so rude. Whereas in America, it's the opposite. You have to be like, I'm incredible. <laughs> and so I like do that now. Um, but I don't think, I don't feel bothered by it. Mm-hmm. So whilst I don't like, like definitely when I was 21, I was like annoyed that I thought puberty was going to like give me more, you know, like I was hoping to come out of puberty with like, I was like, what's my face going to be? And then I got this face at 21 and I was like, all right, I mean, I've made the most of it. <laughs> yeah, it served I, you very well. Fine, I made the most of it. I like stuff. I know, you know, Hannah Gatsby in the net, she like, because uh, I quit stand up six years ago. And I quit stand up because uh, I, I was like, I was walking out on stage and getting embarrassed, right? Just, just that they, they thought I should be there. <laughs> I just started embarrassed by it. Mm-hmm. And uh, she quit stand up because um, she said that self-deprecate, self-deprecation by people that live in the margins isn't self, isn't entertainment, it's humiliation or something. Yeah. Yeah. She said that. But I don't really agree. I think it's just fun. I do too. I mean, I took that one hard, and a lot of people pointed that out to me. And have you heard what Hannah got? Yeah. Um, I find it like, um, for me, it's about like, it's like something that you get worried about, that people get worried about, that are stressful about. But by joking about it, it's like you realize it's not as scary, whatever the thing is. Right. So if it's like, I don't know, yeah, my face. I don't want to keep talking about my face. I don't know where to look. I find that people it it bothers people because they assume that it's either coming from a very real place and that 
you need like, you know, serious psychological Mm -hmm. help or that it's not. And that you're trying to trick them into complimenting, you you know, for whatever thing you're being. Yeah. I'm not doing either of those things. I'm just trying to be funny. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think it's like, just not something that I'm that that worried about. If it was something that I was really sincerely worried about, I I probably wouldn't bring it up because I would like, it would make me annoyed. Right. You know? Um, and so what, before puberty, before <laughs> 21, um, what were you, what were you working with and what was your <laughs> relationship to, you know, self-image and all of that? I mean, I was like a fat teenager, like not huge, but like pretty fat, but like, um, and not, but like, I wasn't that worried about it. Was I? I'm not that worried about it now. Who are making me think I'm worried about it? I just got... <laughs> I don't know. I was just, yeah. I mean, I used to when I was young, guys who way more self-deprecating. This show I just did it only has like a couple little jokes about it. I don't know if I, I don't know what you, I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> what was, uh, what was dating like in like in in your sort of pre-fame years? Well, I was, was straight, right. Okay. Like, I was, like, not out. And I was, like, dating girls a lot. And I really liked having sex with girls, actually. I'm, like, I think about this a lot. This is, like, a big, like, uh, thing for my, like, last month. I don't understand what happened. I think that, like, as you, like, you know, when you get to the end of your 20s as a teenager, you get, like, less horny and girls, like, just fell off the threshold. Yeah. <laughs> the threshold of, like, like, when I was in my show and my TV show, I just I'm repeating this thing, but it is true. Like, when I was... 14, I, I had sex with a watermelon, you know? And then, like, sure. watermelons fell off the threshold. <laughs> and then I was having sex with girls, and they fell off the threshold. But then, um... Did you so, have, like, relate? Did you have girlfriends? Yeah, I had, had girlfriends, yeah. And did you ever get dumped because the girl knew you were gay? I, they never dumped me. They wow. never, you've never been dumped. I don't think so. Maybe, like, early on, like, the ones that I would date them for, like, a day or two, and that kind of, like grade eight sort of like will you be my girlfriend and then you right. break up like two days later sure. but the so the that in the first episode of please like me not autobiographical was she dumps me yeah no yeah i don't know <laughs> doesn't know what it feels you had to like. really dig deep to imagine what would it be like to <laughs> yeah. be broken I mean, up I with think... i can't imagine Maybe my my most recent ex boyfriend would hear this and be like, "You were dumped." <laughs> uh, <laughs> I would say it was neutral. Yeah. So, th- what was coming out for you? It was like I got a boyfriend. It was like uh, for me, like the experience of realizing I was gay was like much more about like how in love with him I was. Like the girls, I just didn't have the same kind of feelings for, um, and that like was like the thing that was like powerful enough to make me like bother basically um and then we kept that secret for a while for like this like dumb reason so i had like a show i was touring where i was talking about having sex with girls and it's annoying to write a whole new show you can't just all of a sudden have a new show so i had to tour this fucking show and then when that show finished then i like came out and then i wrote my coming out show Mm -hmm. because in australia you do a new stand-up show like once every year um and my brother's older brother's gay. Nobody cared. I don't know. Like there was interesting, you know, now, um, teenage girls really love going to see gay, gay guys. That wasn't a thing back then. So I had like Mm. this audience of like screaming teenagers and I came out and they like went away, which, um, I was quite happy about actually. Mm. They were annoying. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What was your material before then? Yeah. It was like about like dating. It was like, uh, you know, like, so I had someone cheating on me. It was about how everyone thinks I'm gay, but I'm not gay. <laughs> and then like some stuff before my mom would di- diagnose with bipolar about weird stuff my mom did. I mean, I haven't strayed very far from yeah. the very original set. Yeah. I spoke about high school and my first stand-up show. Yeah. How do you feel about, say, just theoretically, there's high-profile male comedians in the u.s with big followings who we all kind of know is gay sort of in the you know in la we know but mm-hmm. the audience doesn't know and there's i don't know any comedians for, i'll tell you off air i mean yeah. um but people you for sure would know and not be surprised by but yeah in, okay so theoretically how do you feel about that 
I feel like sad for them. Mm. You know what I mean? Like that's not an easy life. Like I, I know this Australian actor and he's like gay and he's always at parties and he won't like stand in the photo with his boyfriends, but everyone knows he's gay, but they, he doesn't want the public to know because he wants to play like straight roles. And like, it's sad. And actually also like, wasn't the right path. Like actually yeah. like gays are really cool now. And you yeah. like made the, you made a wrong career choice and like compromise your like entire life. I just think it's sad. And I'm sure everybody does it for, you know, very, very personal, you know, complicated reasons. But I always interpret it as arrogance. It's like, do you think that you're so sort of like traditionally masculine and hot that you have to stay available to be for the, for the, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? For like millions of women to be able to like accurately imagine that they could be, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, I think we're, they're good. Like, <laughs> we, 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 nobody's going to be that shocked. Yeah. They're still, I don't know. I mean, you know, the end, like we did this in Australia, we did this, like, um, this gay marriage, like referendum vote thing. Mm -hmm. And it passed at like 63%. But the thing about that, like I'm walking around and I'm like 37% of you hate me before I even open my mouth. So like when I go on TV or try and book a thing or try and sell tickets, like I'm starting at a 37% disadvantage yeah. from like the straight guy hmm. before I've done anything. And so like there is like, there is like a commercial argument for it. Even if like you don't want them to have sex, like you just, you want to sell tickets to homophobic people. Mm. But then why the fuck do you want to sell tickets to homophobic people? You know, mm. my mom, she watched this new show and there's like a kiss, like it's 12 seconds, like a gay kiss at like 12 seconds. I just wanted to like, I just thought that was really fun. Um, and uh, she was like, don't you think maybe um, with the, and with the gay content that you should like, just put it a bit further in the show because people might see that and they might turn off before they like see the show. I'm like, what people? What people are seeing it and turning it off? And why are you like, why do I care about those people? I don't, I don't want yeah. them there. And I think um, after like, I've been, I've been doing stand up for 15 years. And after a, a while, you settle in and you're like, actually, like, I have to hang out with my audience a lot. Like, you see them a lot. They come to my show. Afterwards, you do meet and greets. Like, they're the people that stop you on the street. So making sure that your audience is people that you actually like, that you actually, like, want around, and that you're not, like, changing yourself to appease people who suck. I mean, the, peop the people who aren't buying tickets to whoever this guy is, if he comes out, they suck, is, like, um, like a nice thing to settle into, I think. Mm. Do you have uh, – you have a gay older brother. Yeah. So there were, like – queer figures in your life. Yeah. Growing up. Uh, who who else was there? That was it. I mean, I don't like, I, I can't tell you, like, I just didn't think about it that much when I was a teenager. I just don't know. I don't know what went on. <laughs> I just don't know. And he was gay, but when he, and he's like so gay, you know, like he's like proper, like he like presents very gay. Um, but when he came out, I, I was surprised. I was like, oh, okay. And everyone else was like, are you kidding? <laughs> he, and he, he knew really young. And he came out at 16, but he like said he knew from like nine. Whereas I wasn't like that at all. I was like spending my lunch times talking to Alicia and Alicia would like chat to me all flirty and she'd put like the, the back of her hand on my tummy and I'd just stand there for 45 minutes with an erection, you know? Sure. <laughs> For a, the back for of this her guy. hand on your tummy, and like just like it... sit, like you know, like just like flawlessly, like just rest her hand, like on the, okay, on like, okay, like just right. like a little soft, like touch, you know. Yeah, I would just stand there with an erection. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know. Like so many people, like just know, and they just knew. I don't. Maybe I'm bisexual. That'd be cool, wouldn't it? It would be so. I mean, that'd be cool. It'd be great for us, honestly, right. if you could announce that right now. Yeah, I just, I'm just not. We know <laughs> some breaking news here. Yeah. yeah. Um, Ryan, can we edit out the part where he says, I'm just not. So, I'm just <laughs> um, so tell us about the new show. How did it come to be? Uh, I mean, it's like, I'm so bad at answering this question. It's just a show <laughs> I made. It's good. I like it. I never know. Just like, watch it. Yeah. I started like doing interviews about it three days ago and everyone's asking like, why did you why did you do it? And I'm like, I can't remember. <laughs> why'd you do a show? <laughs> why'd you like, why'd you do it this way? And why did you want it to be like this? And I'm like, I just, I don't know. It seemed like a good idea. And I'm happy. I really like it. I think it's a sweet show. I can't remember why I wanted it to be what it is. And what is it? It's uh it's me raising two teenage girls and one of them has autism and that's it. 
like their dad dies. Yeah. So I like take them in. It's like party of five, uh-huh. which they also have on the network. <laughs> but <Great. laughs> this is party of three. This is party of three. It goes for half an hour. Yeah. Different. With the gay lead or the, a bisexual lead. Depending who on who knows? <laughs> don't put me in a box. I'm gay. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. This is a good show. Yeah. I watch it. Yeah. 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 And is it coming out back home at the same time? As here? Oh, this is so stupid, but it hasn't been announced in Australia. But like, yes, but oh, okay, it hasn't been announced. Interesting. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I was just curious if you've already gotten a reaction and before people seeing it here. No, no, no. It, it won't come out. It'll come out here fast. It's freeform show, so they mm-hmm. like get first play in the wild. Um, uh, I mean, we've been doing screenings, which has been fun to see people see it and. Do you have to watch it over and over again? I don't, I don't stay in there and breathe okay. down their neck while they watch the show. Right. Staring at them. Why, yeah. why aren't you laughing at this? Yeah. Driving what? crazy. Yeah, I don't do that. No, and I've seen it. <laughs> I mean, I've seen it. Yeah. Yeah. And it comes out January? January 16th. 16th. Great. All right. We'll be watching. Josh, thank you so much. Hey, thanks, guys. Please come back and uh, I please keep us posted on John. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure he's going to be... Great. And I'll let you know if I am bisexual. Please okay. do. I don't Definitely. think I am. He, well, you know, do the do the work. Do the research. It does seem like you're really chewing on it, though. Like, you're so, chewing on it. I was so into it. And then when I first came out, I told everyone I was bisexual, and everyone was like, no, you're not. And that's just like a step. And then I was like, oh, okay, I guess I'm not. Maybe I'll get myself a wife. No. Well, see... I think step by step, step by step, One thing at baby, a time. baby by steps. I don't want it. <laughs> I don't want it. <laughs> Thank you so much, Josh. Thank you for being here. Thanks, guys. Mm-hmm.